So I've decided every time I start the podcast, I'm gonna make up a new theme tune. Okay, I'm not actually. I'm just. <laughs> it's quite late at night. I'm just starting to feel a bit cuckoo. But I'm determined to record this podcast. So welcome. <laughs> most annoying intro ever. Welcome to the Out of Office podcast. This is a podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. My name is Fiona Thomas. I am your podcast host and I am the author of the book Out of Office which you can get in all good bookstores and you can also get it on Audible which is handy. I've been loving audiobooks this year. Um, I listened to a really good one called now I'm also listening to one called How Emotions Are Made and I reg- regularly listen to The Girl on the Train um, which is the first audiobook I ever listened to and I love, that's like a kind of book I like to listen to before I go to bed at night. But anyway, we're not here to talk about audiobooks, we're here to talk about how to use your blog to get freelance clients which is something that I love to talk about because if you don't know you might know me as an author, you might know me as an Instagram person, I don't like to say influencer because I'm not an influencer, um, but my website is Fiona Likes to Blog and that's how it all started, it all started with a blog, um, now I actually, <laughs> I actually had an online diary when I was at high school, which I hope will never see the light of day. And I also just found the other day a blog that I started when I was working in a a cafe in Scotland. So I must have been like 22 or 23. Um, And this is so bad. Um, It was when I was into crafting. So it's all about like recipes and like sewing and stuff. Stuff that I had no business blogging about. Um... But the blog that, (laughs) the website that I have now is, I think, an excellent example of a blog. And I know a lot of people kind of think that blogging is dead, um, which I just think is stupid. Like, I can see why, like, if we think about bloggers as, like, being a blogger as a career, I can see why people think that that isn't... Um, that isn't a thing anymore because definitely people people tend to not get successful now or famous off just having a blog. It tends to be that they have a YouTube channel or they have an Instagram account or they're on TikTok and all this kind of stuff. So the days of like you being well known for just having a blog, I do think, yeah, those days probably are gone uh, or, the, or the cases of that are few and far between. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about utilising your blog as a freelancer and how to use that as a way to connect with potential clients. So your blog on your website is basically just an article. It's not about, you don't even need to call it a blog. Um, When you search, when you go onto Google and you search how to change a light bulb, (laughs) It's going to be a blog post that comes up. It's going to probably going to be a blog post on someone's website. So blog posts are just articles and they're just articles that exist on your website and they are searchable and that's the 
that's one of the really good things about it is you if you write enough articles about um subjects that people are searching for then eventually strangers will search something on the internet and your hopefully your article pops up they click through and they read it then they think who is this person i must learn more about them because their blog post is brilliant then they might email you or they might book they might um book your services or they might follow you on instagram or they might sign up for your newsletter so your blog is such a great way to attract attention and to get people hooked into what it is that you do so that's that's what i talk about what i mean when i talk about having a blog um it's one of these things that most businesses me included myself included and i'm not you know i'm not immune to <laughs> the failings of being freelance a lot of us do overlook blogging and we don't keep up to date with it but it's something that i am trying to keep on top of and trying to start trying to get excited about again because it's why i got into this game in the first place because i liked to blog and if you're a writer then or you're an aspiring writer and you've not you're not being commissioned to write anywhere or you don't feel like you're you don't even feel confident maybe pitching to write um for for publications or you don't have any clients yet get yourself a blog you need to be um, writing regularly and uploading regularly and sharing your stuff with the world um, because that is how you're going to get better and how you're going to get more um, confident how you're going to feel confident so if you're thinking about becoming a writer don't even give it a second thought start blogging start blogging regularly because it will build up um, just get you into the habit of writing regularly and publishing it even get you to grips with how long an article is supposed to be and how when you look back at it you'll you'll be able to read it and be like is this too long is it too short how does the intro feel how does the outro feel have I structured it correctly you'll just you'll just make such a difference to you as a writer um, when you start actually publishing stuff online so the first tip that I would give you um is to use your blog as a place to talk about subjects that you don't feel comfortable talking about on social media so when I say you don't feel feel comfortable basically it's my experience (laughs) that on social media and I'm sure you'll agree with this on Instagram on Twitter on Facebook um yeah you people (laughs) you're kind of put in a position where you can say your opinion on something but you're not really given much space to explain what you mean um so people tend to read read the headline or they read the first sentence of what you've said or you've you've just been able, you've not been given the, the space to explain what you mean or give context to your opinion um and it just, it might not necessarily always start an argument. Sometimes it can start an argument. Um, but people will make a kind of snap judgment. Or you may not even post it at all because you're just scared that it's maybe like a controversial controversial topic and you don't want to turn people off. That's why a blog is so good. Because you can write an article as long as you want. You could write a 10,000 article on why you are so passionately against um using tiktok for business <laughs> or if you're 
I'm trying to think of an example. If you're like a suitcase manufacturer, you could be like, this is why we will never put wheels on our suitcases. Like, <laughs> gives you a, a chance to really back up what it is you're trying to say in a way that is quite difficult sometimes to do on social media. So, for example, if you go to my blog, I have written an article all about my experience of going for a brand photo shoot, so like a personal branding photo shoot um, in the middle of lockdown when I wasn't feeling and still don't feel body confident. So I, I basically I felt I was really quite happy with the pictures. I love the pictures um, that Victoria Victoria Beddows, so she gifted me a brand um, photography package. They're really good pictures if you want to see them, um, they're on my blog. Um, I was really, really happy with the photos, but I also felt like in two minds about posting them because on one hand I was like, oh, I'm really happy with how I look, but the reality behind the pictures is that I didn't feel confident on the day. So I was kind of in two minds because I didn't want people to think, I don't want people to think that I'm confident when I'm not because I just like to be transparent and I also don't want people to feel bad about themselves and I feel if I if I tell people that I feel bad about myself too it helps them feel less bad that might not be that might not make sense to you but it makes sense to me <laughs> and it, it feels good to me when I see people admitting that they are not perfect it really that's a real comfort to me so that's why instead of just posting a picture on Instagram and saying hey look at my lovely new headshots I wrote a blog post because I wanted to explain that um, I had had a bit of an addiction to Terry's chocolate oranges two Christmases ago and after that it was all downhill I'd gained a lot of weight then the pandemic hit and I gained more weight and but here's how here's the steps I took to kind of make myself feel as confident as I could in a situation where her confidence really was thin on the ground so you might find that there's a topic that you want to talk about. It could be something that um, maybe goes against the grain in your industry. Maybe maybe if you're a social media um, guru, maybe you're like really anti using hashtags and you want to explain like that maybe there's a big backstory as to why. It's a really good chance to you, for you to kind of share your personal insights and discuss topics that maybe needs a bit of backstory and a bit of explanation and you can also the great thing about blogging is that you can insert your links so if you were um writing like a long facebook post you can only put one link whereas if you're writing your blog post you can link to further information you can, so you can say hey i don't use hashtags because this new piece of research says x y and z and then you can link to that so you can really back up your argument and show that you know what you're talking about um, another good example is Ellie Narbrook who took the um, the product shots for Out of Office for the book. She is an amazing photographer. She um, has written blog posts about why she doesn't retouch photographs. That's just that's a stance that she's taken. Uh, she doesn't like to kind of perpetuate that idea that we have to um we have to kind of blur out our imperfections and she has written again that's something that 
deserves the time and space to actually talk about fully so I would definitely consider your blog as a space to do that I think it's a really it's just a really nice place to step away from the fear (laughs) that comes from uh, posting your opinion on social media because it is scary like I'm not gonna lie I'd save a lot of my difficult opinions and my unpopular opinions for my newsletter and for my blog because I just don't have the energy to have arguments with strangers on the internet when I post it in a caption or I tweet about it so I think it's quite a nice place to do that and I would recommend you give it a go. Another thing to use your blog for is um, it's a space for you to prove that you're an expert in your field or that at least you, you really know what you're talking about and you've got a keen interest in it so do you have a a proven strategy in your in your work that you've used time and time again blog might be a good place to talk through that strategy or you could break it down into chunks and it could be a series so you could do lots of blog posts based on that you don't need to give away all your secrets especially if that's like what people are hiring you for you can write a you know a 500 word blog post where you give people you know, just insight, a detailed insight into one specific aspect and then they can get in touch with you if they want more information. Actually going deep, a deep dive into one topic, I think is actually, actually positions you as more, more of an expert um, than if you were to do a more general blog post. So if you, if you're a social media guru, I've used that phrase a couple of times now. Um, So instead of you saying like, here's, um, here's 10 tips on how to get more followers if you wrote a blog post just about here's everything I know about hashtags that actually I think that actually looks quite good if you just kind of concentrate your knowledge into a blog post I think that's that's a really good approach um also what is the thing that you're an expert in so if you're so you're a baker um and maybe you specialize in like gluten-free cookies then you could you could do a series of blog posts about um why it's difficult to make gluten-free cakes and how you approach it you don't need to give away your secrets again but you could just say like here's the reason why it's difficult and here's what I do to mitigate this and here's how I've kind of learned along the way and why I'm the best person to make you your gluten-free cake um say you were a podcast editor you could blog about why this is the best mic for starting out maybe here's the best mic for if you're a pro um you could also you could do a blog post on like here's how to get you know pristine really good sound quality um or here's how to fix a recording when you've <laughs> when you've messed it up so it's not necessarily that people are going to like people will search for that and they will take they will take your advice and they will use that information and move forward but a lot of the time people will read that blog post and they won't action it they'll, they'll actually then want to hire you because they know that you know your stuff so it's really about like I've done this so many times oh I know someone's good at a certain thing so I'll go to their blog or I'll listen to their podcast and I'll be like yeah they really know how to do it I'm just gonna hire them <laughs> I'm just gonna hire them to do the thing because they actually know how to do it much better than I ever could Another thing that you can do on your blog, and, and I think this is a, a thing that a lot of freelancers shy away from, but I personally think 
it can really can really set you apart from everybody else and that is to demonstrate your values so your your personal values your brand values on your blog so it's kind of like what matters to you as a business owner um in the last episode I was talking about the the five things that I've I've helped me fall back in love with freelancing and one of those things is uh, prioritising creative work. So I have written about creativity on my blog quite a lot because that's something that's really important to me and I believe that it's important to my potential clients and it's important to anyone who is interested in signing up for my courses. So it's not directly selling something of mine but it's kind of just holding up this sign (laughs) It says, hey, this is what's important to me. Is it important to you? Because if it is, then we're probably a good fit and you might like my work. So again, the um, the example of Ellie talking about her, um, talking about not retouching um, her, pho- her photographs, <laughs> her photographs, that really speaks to me because as somebody who struggles with body image, like, as much as I would actually probably love for somebody to make me look completely airbrushed, I really am drawn to a photographer who thinks that people are beautiful the way they are. Like that, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel like Ellie is going to be a, a person that I like to work with. It makes me feel like she's going to make me feel comfortable on set. She's going to create a photograph that is the real me and not a fake me. So. I think that's it. She's she's done really well there. Another thing that I write about a lot is uh, mental health, as you probably know. And that's because I really feel... I don't know, I just feel like... connected to people who also have mental illness. And I like to work with people who have mental illness. <laughs> Not like if you don't have a mental illness, obviously, I still want to hang out with you. But I just feel like a real bond with anyone who has struggled with a mental illness. And I do tend to attract those people to my courses and as, as my client base. And I just think it gives a nice mutual understanding because they know that if I tell them I'm having a bad mental health day... I know that they're not going to judge me for it and vice versa so that's really important to me. Another thing that you can use your blog for is to prove your abilities so prove um, use it as a way to kind of showcase your skill set so you could use your blog as a you could kind of do a behind the scenes of your business so it could be like I love it when people do um, a kind of like, you know, when people do, like, their morning routine or a day in the life. Like, you could do that on your blog. I think that's really nice to give people an insight. Like, there's nothing I love more than following a, a business that I followed for a while and I find out, like, find out that they've got a kid or they show me that they've got a dog or even just little things that, like, um, <laughs> my friend Bex, who... She is in my Inspire Right Repeat group at the moment and she is a social media manager and she used to do, um, she doesn't do it anymore, but she used to deliver pizzas every Friday night and she used to always share it on her stories, um, like pictures of her delivering pizzas all over her town and it was just like the cutest little Friday night and I just love knowing um, those little snapshots of what make 
what make the person behind the brand a human? Like it doesn't need to be deep, dark secrets. You don't need to be burying your soul in the way I am with my mental health. It could just be that like, what's your favourite colour? What's your favourite workout routine? Like all these little things. Um, I just think they're nice. Showing behind the scenes as a freelancer, I think, um, can be the thing that makes somebody want to work with you because they identify with you as a person on top of the fact that they, they actually want to hire you as well. So behind the scenes is good. Um, behind the scenes of a specific job you've done or a specific, specific, a specific client project you've worked on. So you could do like a before and after. Um, if you're like an interior designer, you could do here's a before and after. Um, or if you're a um, photo editor, you could do before and after. Yeah, I think it's that's quite a good way to show the transformation that you have completed. Or you could interview a client and ask them, like, how have I helped? What have I transformed for you? How have I helped you in your life? What have been the benefits of working with me? And you can interview a client. That's quite a nice way to um, show that you know what you're doing. Show the impact that you have with your client. And also it gives your, if your client is a business as well, it gives them a bit of PR. And even if they're not, most people just really like to be seen and heard and listened to. And it's nice for them to have a blog post written about them. Um, if you've not got any work experience so if you're just starting out or you're side hustling at the moment um it can be quite a fun idea to just comment on <laughs> uh, things within your industry as part of a blog post so if you um say you're studying marketing uni or you're just um starting up doing maybe social media marketing you could write blog posts on like here's here's the best social media campaigns that i've seen this month here's what coca-cola are doing with their marketing but he but then at the other end of the scale you could be like here's what this little um hairdresser who had to shut down the pandemic here's how they're marketing their business even though they're they're not open to customers so you could do a kind of like critique um or an analysis of what is working in your industry if you are um a designer you could be like here's the here's the best logo that i've seen this week um, here's what works here and you could say be like this is why I think it works and this is what I would do differently and all that kind of stuff so uh, even if you haven't done the work I think it's still a good place blog is still a good place for you to actually show that you know what you're talking about or at the very least you have an interest in it so that is my tips for using your blog to get more freelance clients if you if this has got you kind of excited about blogging again and you want some accountability, you might be interested in my Inspire Rate Repeat course. So the doors open at the end of April. Basically, the way it works, it's a three-month writing program, completely customizable. There's not much teaching in it. The real magic happens because we show up every week and we write together. So it's really about gentle accountability for you to set goals and set writing goals and for you to meet them. So the first week is a 90 minute goal setting session where I take you through like a guided journaling practice to come up with goals for yourself and there's a bit of back and forth I can ask some questions and then every Wednesday night between 7 and 9 p.m you can show up 
whenever you want so you could show up for 20 minutes half an hour or you could show up for the full two hours and we write together so if you think about it you could have three months worth of blog posts so if you can write a blog post in an hour then you could have 12 blog posts uh, in three months which would set you up for the year which is pretty cool or you could use it to write newsletters you could use it to do your social media captions or you could just do it to build up a regular journaling practice which a lot of my past inspire write repeat students have done and I actually supply you with fresh journal prompts every week so you don't need to worry about coming with no ideas because I will give you some prompts to get started so the link is in the show notes if you want to sign up for the waitlist for that launches at the end of the month and yeah that's all from me for this week come and find me on instagram if you've enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends please screenshot it and share it on social media if you can it all helps to get more people listening to the podcast which is just brilliant for me and i really appreciate it and encourages me to make more episodes you can get out of office of course at all good bookstores and you can get the audiobook on audible which is always handy if you like to listen while you walk or while you're doing the housework or you know just lying face down on the floor that's where i am all the time anyway enough rambling from me i'll see you next week take care bye